Sorry, everyone. Wow. They do not sponsor the show. This is not the way that we want to start the show, guys. Come on. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. Welcome to Loser Lee's Wrestling. (laughs) We can't be taken down with that. Not with uh, not on podcast. We have all the right in the world to do that. And I'm gonna. That's true. Oh, I'm gonna use a licensed song in a moment for my segment. So uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Hey, we're one. This is Loser Lee's wrestling. This is Empty Arena. This is Empty Arena. Empty Arena because we have things to talk about. We have a bunch of stuff. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Hammer Roy Hammer. Yo yo yo. Um, canceled. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome to the show. We're gonna be talking about uh, mainly, I'd say, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door was this past Sunday, and um, we watched it. We sure did. We sure we did. sure did. We sure and we did haven't watch talked it. about it. We, we don't have not know. spoken a word. We haven't spoken a word about it. So this is gonna be interesting because I just have a feeling that we're gonna feel differently about it, and that's okay. Oh, let's see let's see um uh, but anything how, how are you feeling otherwise i'm doing okay. feeling high energy low energy mixed I'm, bag I'm feeling mixed bag i wasn't feeling great earlier i do this thing where uh i exercise and then i feel bad afterwards so i don't eat anything and then i feel worse because i don't eat anything why do you feel bad uh, after you exercise uh probably because i don't mentally or physically maybe a little bit of both i think like mm-hmm. i i have a lot of thoughts in my head of like I, i'm gonna feel bad after this and i just tell myself before i even exercise that i'm gonna feel bad afterwards and it's not great like it's 100 degrees to go like running in 100 degrees sure. later. you don't drink a lot of water afterwards like a lot of those yeah. things i don't take care of myself after that's why i need to okay go with that. okay i'm i am hitting that creatine as soon as i get back oh. i'm popping that protein it's shake and i'm chugging a bunch of water it's a bunch right of water. I got it. Gonna be a beefcake fairly soon. I just got my fake, uh, my fake steroids. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm can't excited wait. because just a little inside scoop to all the listeners out there. You and I are going to be spending the week together next week, and it's every Chicago. every place we're staying, I think, has a gym. So I'm excited to hit the gym with you. I don't think my, uh, the Airbnb does. Your your Airbnb doesn't really. I don't think so. Maybe, I thought it maybe. did for some reason. I know that Milwaukee does, and I'm pretty sure Kansas City does too. Our Midwest tour. You're giving away all the dates. Yeah. Now they yeah. know where to find us. Yeah, they know come, where to find us next come week. Hang come out. find us. Come, hang come out. find us for a loser lose wrestling tour. But thank you all so much for joining us. We're going to talk for Ben Dorn. We have we to are, really get into it. But we can't get into it yet. Sorry. Okay. You have a thing? Uh, I have a thing. I have a thing. So, it's good. We're going to start it off with We're going to start with this. We got to start okay. with this. Yeah. Okay. So, Red, um, you know, as you may recall, so we're as we're recording this, it's Tuesday, June 28th, and we'll get to that date in a moment. It's an important date today. Um, but uh, this past Saturday, the news you can't lose, I wasn't there. I wasn't on the show. Mm. I was I was uh, getting tattoos, celebrating three years with my partner. Oh, that's beautiful. And, uh, well, you know, I went back and I watched the show. And uh, can you pull up that YouTube uh, clip that I sent you? And, uh, you know, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of things that you said that just grinded my gears. So it's time to enter Hammer's Court. This is my opportunity. <laughs> this is my opportunity to rebut all of the things that you said on Saturday. Oh, my God. What have I done? How do I stop it? <laughs> This is it. No, got to keep going. No, yeah, that's turn, right. Turn, yeah, it's Hammer's Court. I'll turn. Yeah. I'll turn. All right. So we start at the top of the show, Red, 
This is. I made sure that this video was four minutes. The the song was four minutes, so I could really go here. Start off the top of the show, Red. I got to compliment you. Very funny joke to start the show, saying that I'm injured in Off Forbidden Door. Funny. That's funny. That's a good job. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, next, you talk about Rampage, and I just a quick correction here. It's Roosh, not Rouche. It's Roosh. It's Roosh. Okay. No I problem. Asked. I told you. I you did said a great job. I said in the show, I probably messed it up. Yeah, but you I did a great I job. Messed it up. And I would have been there to, to guide through fix it. it. I, I'm trying As to I come in. As I said in the show. You did I said say Roy that. would fix that. Roy I'm going to call it back. I'm going to call it back. Good. Next, Smart. Uh, I also appreciate the shout out. Uh, you say that I know things, and I like that. Thank you so much. You said that you don't like Tully. Neither do I. I don't like Tully either. Don't Not anymore. Yeah, I'm over it. Uh, I also agree that they don't have faith in Serena Deep at the moment. I agree. Uh, Hook isn't doing an Orange Cassidy gimmick. I'm sorry. Or, just because uh, they're, doing, they both don't care. Hook, it's Hook different. Hook is doing Orange... I, yeah, no, it's just like... It's basically... Basically, if you were to point it down to the same... Like, to, to naming it, it's two guys that are above wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, and Hook just does it better. And eventually going to face and Everyone's going to see the similarities and see how sad. Whatever. Uh, I also think that Hook has lost steam. I think Hook isn't as exciting as it used to be. I think they got to do something with them. They did this thing with uh, Danhausen, but they stopped that. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, Jeff Cobb in uh, this is another one of those uh, Roy knows things uh, moments. Jeff Cobb in uh, Lucha Underground was Monster Montanza, 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 something, something like that. Uh, shout out to TD Bank, love it. Give me a shout out to sure. TD Bank all day, every sure, day. It's actually, the best bank in the world. Uh, so yeah, I got seven dollars back when eventually they everyone sued TD Bank because the change nice. machines were stealing money from people. I remember that actually, yeah. and they also have the best hours. They yeah, just they do. do. That's absolutely true. Like the uh, eight o'clock. We're gonna transition to the news here. Uh, let's all take it easy with Triple H taking over NXT. Is he actually in charge? I, What's going know. on there? We don't we know. We don't know, but he got put. He said, "I'm back." As soon as Stephanie's in power, two days later, he comes back and he says, "I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I'm excited to see what's next, but he's going to have to do a lot of work there. Uh, Bruce Pritchard becoming head of talent. You bring up an excellent point that I do think Stephanie put him there so he would push himself out of the company. I think that's great. He has been on his podcast before when he did work for head of talent. When he was head of talent, he said he was very bad at it. So great. I See you later, wait. Bruce. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, Redley697 Zing. Kevin Dunn loved it. That was great. Uh, okay. Look. Don't encourage them. TK is not not protecting wrestlers. He needs to do better. He needs mm. to be more cautious. I agree. He does need to do things a little differently. But <laughs> the list of wrestlers that you gave who were injured, some of them. Not his fault. Darius Martin got hurt in a car accident. Punk jumped into the crowd and broke his foot. Not his fault. And also, you put Ishii in there. He got hurt in New Japan. He has nothing to do with that. I'm just saying he needs to be more cautious. I agree with you, but we can't fully put this on TK. That's all I'm saying. Anthony Bowens, uh, Jungle Boy, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, <laughs> Bobby Fish, <laughs> Adam that? Cole. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um... Also, you said like, oh, Brian got hurt for a match, like that crazy match, double or nothing. But it was fun at the end. You loved that match. You loved that match. And okay, now you backtrack it. I, 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 I did not backtrack. I like the match. <laughs> but we have too many of these type of matches all around us. Too many. Yeah, we've talked about this. Blood and, and Guts should not be happening. Don't disagree with you. I don't disagree Blood and Guts should not be happening. Uh, I also, uh, I would have said this if I was on the show. Hey, let's not make fun of the guy who's replacing Ishii. In the four-way, he doesn't look like Hangman. He doesn't. Uh, 
He looks like I have a couple Skinner. things to say here. I have a couple of things to say here. And I was talking to John Buseman about this. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's very sad. Uh, they have uh, they did a great job with this Mid-Atlantic title, or All-Atlantic title, of representing all the, the countries of the world that are white. <laughs> well, that's not untrue. <laughs> Only white countries. And Connors is from, uh, Clark is from uh, America. He's, he's from, from Australia. Oh, no, he's from Washington. He's from I get Washington. him confused with someone else. He's yeah. not even on the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. on Pacific. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Uh, you mentioned at some point that you listened to We're Live, Pal. I also like We're Live, Pal. It's good I to think you may have told to me about We're Live, Pal. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, move on to some sad news. Rest in peace, Tim White. He definitely had a great life, capitalized on every opportunity he ever had. And it's ironic that we're talking about this today because today is June 28th, the 24th anniversary of the Mick Foley, Mankind, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell match. Yes, yes, it is. So, oh, wait. oh, wow, it's 25? 24. 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. And then lastly, you uh, close with this whole Booker T. Adam Cole thing, which is fucking nonsense. Booker T's an idiot. He's a dumb, dumb idiot. And hey, yeah, hey. there is some body shaming. And the, the challenge is with Booker T, he's body shaming Adam Cole and he's encouraging other people to do so as well. And that's just not cool. No, you're right. You're right. And <laughs> I, I will say, here, wait, hold on. You fucking laid down the hammer. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to talk about the music. There we go. Hammer's Court. Uh, I Hammer's will say court. that... Uh, 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 is it Hammer's Court? Is it yeah, I just button? called it Hammer's Court. Hammer, Hammer's Court is good. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> That's you with your toy hammer. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it on your head now. Uh, so, yeah, I will say just about Booker T and Adam Cole... Uh, the thing is, I have made fun of Adam Cole before. Yeah, I'm not, it's it. fine. It's fine. No, but it, 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 no, no, it's not. It's not fine that I'm making fun of him that way. But I stick by what I said about him, like not wrestling. I mean, there's proof of it in this show. I can't wait to talk about. Here's it. Here's the thing. I can I can I just say one more thing about this real quick? Adam Cole is six foot. He's billed as six foot. He is billed as six. Not foot. Six okay. Foot. Fine, fine. But you know who is billed as six one? Shawn Michaels, who is not six one. They're the same height, and they wrestled the same way. He is the 21st century Shawn Michaels. Adam Cole wrestles like a 21st century Shawn Michaels. He is no Shawn Michaels. I'm just saying first he off. wrestles that first style. A second thing, uh, Shawn was six, uh, six foot, maybe 5'11", billed as 6'1", uh, and Adam Cole is 5'9", no billed as 6 foot. No and uh, yeah, they're the same size. Now, have you seen his bow legs? He's basically his crotch is touching the floor. It's, it's so it's not like okay. I'm let's just, just saying, be reasonable watch, with aesthetics. I'm saying watch Shawn Michaels Vader, watch Shawn Michaels Sid, watch Shawn Undertaker. Shawn Michaels knew how to work an underdog style. Adam Cole, I don't see him ever working underdog style. He's always right on par. I'm right up there with you. Like he doesn't know how to. Uh, to make it, it, just, it doesn't do a good job of making it believable. Okay. All right. All right. No problem. That's you. <laughs> what? 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 Okay. We have to talk about this. Show. Thank you. Thank you for letting me do that. I no, appreciate here. it. Ever give it up for Hammer's Court? Good job, Hammer. Good job, Hammer. I thought it'd be silly. What? <laughs> I thought it'd be silly. It was silly. It was very good. No, I think we're all a big fan. We're going to make a t shirt out of it. You can get it on our. Pro Wrestling Tees uh, site. <laughs> um, we start off the night 
with the announced team of Taz, Excalibur, and Kevin Kelly. That's the move. What a treat yeah. this announced team was yeah. for most of the night. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we'll talk about that a little bit. But Taz is so happy. <laughs> I've, never <laughs> seen, I've never heard Taz so happy in his life. He's just ecstatic that he gets to call a pay-per-view. Um, the match, uh, first match of the night. Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Shota Umino, Wheeler Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this match? It started off the night. What, I what loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really good. I think Jericho in particular did a great job. He made everybody look great in this match. Uh, we all know that Shota was going to take the pin. Just a little backstory there. Shota... It was a young boy. I think they showed oh, footage of it on the paper. They showed footage. Right. And, and I love, one other thing is, like, they showed packages, video packages. They have the damn footage. And that's the thing that upset me is, like, I understand. And it's great here. They used it great tonight. The video package was great. And just let's talk about the night overall. It was a good night. I thought it was, it was a good it, it was a good night. It was a good, it was well done show. It's just the issue, like, man, did they not hype me up at all? Mm. for yeah you know like they knew that it was going to blow the doors open because people bought these tickets however ago because they yeah. want to go to new japan aw yeah. and that's what they got to me. and to be fair they also thought that they were going to get like punk and brian and sure but things. like the essence of it yeah well is right that i mean that's the um, other thing too man you you bring up a really good point actually i take back what i said i'm wrong you're right uh they they're clearly <laughs> They didn't care who was on the show. Like, they're, they, look, I've been following New Japan. I don't watch everything, but I've been following it. I know all the guys. But there was a moment later in the night where even I was like, what? And the audience went insane for it. So this crowd was into it. They're diehard fans. Exactly. You know, it's it was great. It was great. It, 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 like, throughout the night, there's definite examples of it. But with uh, Jericho, like, just some things that happened in the match. Wheeler suplexes Jericho uh, a bunch of times. German yeah. suplex him, which the crowd went hot for, seeing yeah. you to just do that. Um, uh, Shota has some fire to him, I noticed. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like him. Uh, Eddie and, and Suzuki's face off, and the fans lose it. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the match. I love, I love Eddie. I wouldn't love it. Okay, let's use Adam Cole as an example. I wouldn't love it if Adam Cole did this, but I love when someone like Eddie does it. Exactly. Where they do the chops. It's not so much the whole sequence, but like the way, like, was it an elbow? So they do a bunch of chops, then Suzuki hits him with an elbow, and he just collapses, just folds like a cheap card table. Eddie doing that works so incredibly well. Eddie's a brilliant brilliant seller. He really is. He knows how to sell. Uh, and uh, something that so when they do those vicious chops back and forth, vicious chops at one yeah. point, and then uh, uh, Eddie does those bullshit machine gun chops, and uh, <laughs> Suzuki no sells them at all. He's just like, "You're gonna hit me with that bullshit? <laughs> I'll cut off your nose." Um, and then we get Shoda gets uh, the walls of Jericho on Jericho back and forth, and Jericho hits the Judas effect on on Shoda, and that's the end of the match. Jericho yeah. wins. And uh, so they get the advantage of blood and guts or something like that. Right, right, yeah. So which is like a foregone conclusion. You know, NXT for a period of time had the the baby faces get the man advantage in war games, but it doesn't make any sense. Historically, it's always the heel. It has to be the heel. That's the story that you tell. Why would the baby face want an advantage or need an advantage? I don't know why there's a match where there's an advantage to it. <laughs> I well, I mean, that. by, you know, somebody's got to, you can't have two people come in every single time. You got to have one. Yeah, no, I just never and... appreciate matches where like, I didn't like, that's what I don't like about the elimination chamber. Mm, um, yeah. I don't mind the rumble, 
Yeah. Because that's different. Sure, sure. sure. But like matches with pinfalls, I'd never like the idea of people coming in at different times. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about the War Games match, it's just a lot. Like you've got to get everybody in the ring and then the match starts. Like you're wrestling for 30 minutes and then the match starts. It's a lot. I hate it. I hate it. Well, I haven't liked any War Games match. I've watched a lot. You didn't like any of the NXT ones? Uh, you know they're 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 spectacle and they do creative stuff and uh, it was interesting to see with the open uh, top cage. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, no, it's not not my. I think thing. it's a it's a fascinating case study to go back and watch the early ones because there's literally maybe one wrestling move in 45 minutes. They're just yeah, they're just like raking their face yeah. against the cage the yeah. entire time, yeah. and I'm just like, how am I supposed to get into this? I barely yeah. see anything because you're right. in this well, dumb that's cage. The other thing too, yeah. Um, Done. But then we get the, the next match coming up. We get uh, uh, Cobb and Okan uh, versus Rapungi Vice and FTR. Again, great video packages to let us know who Great Okan is and who right. Cobb is. Uh, oh, great Okan has some mystical ass entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crow, yeah. that like the, the glove thing yeah, that yeah. they were doing. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, da- and like so the match starts and Dax looks like he got hurt immediately. You know, yeah, so I'm I thought it was his shoulder, but so it's his shoulder. It's his shoulder, and I'm pretty, like, certain that this is a work. Um, and the problem with this is that, man, you know, a lot of people are super over right now, obviously, in AEW with the live audience. You know, people go crazy for Punk or Brian or Jungle Boy or whoever. I feel like FTR might get the loudest reaction of anybody right now. I mean, they were chanting FTR's name before they even played the music. And the music has become this like iconic thing as well. So, the problem with for this match with the problem with this match for me is that they do the injury angle to make, you know, FTR even more the underdogs, but as soon as Dax goes to the back, the audience is dead. Yeah. They're just Yeah. Dead. I was about to say that too. I agree. Yeah. Uh, for, they just don't have that connection with Cash that they do Dax. Basically, FTR's Dax and Cash is just kind of his second. It's kind of like the Dudley Boys are coming out and only Devon comes out or only Matt. You well, know, like, it, it, it kind of feels like, like Brett Manville. Even more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like even more apropos uh, because of the discrepancy between the two. Uh, and, but the, I don't think this was a work because if it was, what a shitty work. Like it didn't, he, they didn't sell the fact that he got injured. He, he was gone immediately. And the, the announcers were weird about calling it. And uh, we weren't sure what he was hurt with. It looked like he was like tweaked his knee. Yeah. You know, that was the thing. It, I don't know. I don't know if it was, I, the reason what makes me think it's work is that he comes back out and just immediately hits four German suplexes on Jeff Cobb. And I know that Jeff Cobb's helping him, but Jeff Cobb's a big boy and you got to be doing something there. But that being said, too, if you really watch the match, I had to go back. I was listening to something. I went back and I watched it. At one point, Cash, they, somebody tags in Jeff Cobb. Cash gets up, and Cash starts screaming, I'm Dax, I'm Dax, I'm Dax, telling Cobb, do the spot as if I'm Dax. Like We had the mm-hmm. spot planned where it was going to be Dax, but now I'm here, so do it this way. So... I don't know. And I also think I, I want to take back my heart foundation, Anvil, because Cash is better than Anvil. No, no, it's, no, 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 no. You're not talking about wrestling skill. They're both on par in terms of athletic ability. Honestly, Cash is a better athlete. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, Dax has that something in him, that fire 
and Cash just kind of looks like a follower. I think it's confidence. Uh, it's confidence. It 100% is. And because, like, uh, sometimes he just gets marble mouthed when he's yeah. talking, Cash. And I think that really hurts him. And, uh, yeah, in this match, it, the crowd wasn't behind that. Like, it really did die at one point. Uh, and Rapungi Vice, Lord. I, don't... I know you don't. I like them, though. I think they're. A good I like team. them, too. And I get their purpose in this match as, like, kind of like, the in between, we're all AEW, we're all NJPW, we're both. Yeah, sure. We're the, sure. We're the mix, we're the hybrid. Look, the look, look what happens Dylan. when you mix Okada with Kenny Omega, you get us. <laughs> <laughs> Rapungi Vice, put your eye patch on, Rocky. Let's go. Oh, my God. You notice he wasn't wearing that eye patch? Yeah, I know. I think he heard me. Um, <laughs> but then Dax runs out, like you mentioned. Uh, and, Crowd uh, goes insane. They go, they the go insane because they're back. They're back into it, and FTR hits the big rig, and we get the finish. FTR yeah. wins the yeah. NJPW title, as well as the Ring of Honor title, as well as the AAA title. Yeah. So it's going to be Young Bucks, FTR next, right? I would think, and I think I said this to Buse, because uh, I watched the show with a friend of the show, John Buseman, and uh, I think if CM Punk is hurt still when it gets to September 4th at All Out, and he can't fight Moxley to unify the title, then your main event of All Out should be a two out of three falls FTR Young Bucks match winner take all. That should be the main event of your pay-per-view. You think they're going to do a winner take all? Because I don't know if they would do that. <laughs> I yeah, want to hear my, th- my thought. Yeah. Yeah, because like, they're, like, AAA is involved in this. Sure. And NJPW is involved. I doubt they're going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, you could have uh, our titles change on your You're right. show. You're right. You're uh, right. They so, wouldn't do that. So that would never happen. But like, I do see... Like, yeah, the two out of three falls for the AEW championship. Or you do a winner-take-all, and FTR wins, and you don't have to worry about changing the titles because they just take the titles. Imagine a tag Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, they've never done that. That's a great idea. And 60 minutes. No, 30 minutes. You give me a 60-minute tag team Iron Man. Because there's two of them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's the way to go. That's great. You could do it. I've never seen that. Have you ever seen an hour-long tag? Have you ever seen uh, an hour-long, a Broadway tag? No, I've never seen it. Um, I'm trying to think. It's of really not set this. up for it. Yeah, uh, like because like I wow. If that happens, I got goosebumps thinking about Anybody it. Anybody could do that. It's those, it's two, those tag two teams. It's those two. Absolutely. They're very creative. Um, okay, excellent. And then we're moving on. We're moving on. We got Tony Schiavone in the back, and he's glad to be there. I think Tony even likes just doing the backstage stuff. Yeah, I think um, so too. I think he just wants to. Yeah, it's what's best. Uh, but he's with uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White. Juice Robinson and Juice <laughs> yeah. Robinson. Uh, first time I heard him talk. <laughs> a, lot, <laughs> a lot there. And um, they said that Osprey and OC are the number one contenders for the NJPW US champ. So, like, whoever wins this match will be the number one contender. Which, why? Is, not like, true. It's not true, no? though. Yeah, no. So, Juice Robinson. So, uh, props to Juice Robinson. It's hard to, to, to accomplish this in this day and age. But his contract was expiring with NJPW, and he went. He did a bunch of interviews with a bunch of different, you know, podcasts, TV shows, et cetera, whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, well, my contract's up. I'm just gonna retire. Like, I'm good. I've done what I've done, and I'm gonna go get married and just like be a house husband and do my thing." So everyone thought he was retiring, and it was like legitimate. Like Meltzer reported it. He went on Wrestling Observer, said he was retiring. Everyone thought this was legitimate, and then he wrestles his last match and then just becomes a heel and joins Bullet Club, and everyone's, like, shocked by it. He did a good job there. But he was the U.S. champion, lost to Will Ospreay, but refuses to give the title back. So Ospreay is actually the U.S. champion. Oh, that's pretty fun. 
Yeah. That's pretty fun storyline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but that's what they said. I, that's what I garnered from this. Um, yeah, it was but, a little uh, confusing. His phrasing was a little confusing. He was a little confusing in general. Um, <laughs> the next match, though, uh, here's an interesting one. So we get Clark Connors versus Miro versus Pac versus Malachi Black. Clark Connors, why should I care about this guy? Uh, he made you care about him as the Did match he? went on. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Did he? he well, I, so here was the thing. He looked so, like a short Griff Garrison to me. <laughs> no, he looks like, and I'm sure you, you got this text from our buddy, John, but he looks like sexy Skinner. He's sure, got the, no, no, fucking, no, the safari hat and the fucking. Yeah. He's wearing the Australian gear. He's from Aberdeen. That's Washington. why I thought he was Australian. Um, on the, are there all, all these countries, the only two that are even close to Atlantic are, I guess, uh, uh, the only one yeah, UK, right? Yeah. That's uh, the only one. That was what was important here, I guess. Yeah, that is what's important. But uh, you know, the the thing about they could have gotten, they should have gotten Takeshka. Uh, well, he's not from New Japan. He's from Japan. Yeah, but he's <laughs> like, not from New Japan. No, I. But it's not a, a just like someone from Japan. They have people. Why didn't they give? Why didn't they give someone of color? Why, yeah, why, why sure. wouldn't they just bring a countryman over? Like, I don't get it. Well, I don't there, get why they're like, of... you know, for this international title, put this guy in. Yeah. <laughs> and they point at Connors. I agree. I Look, I completely agree with you. He, But it was New Japan's call. That was New Japan's decision, which is tone deaf on their part. But also, they're pretty tone deaf as a company. So, uh, But I think, what's his face? Uh, Shingo from the the six man uh young bucks match he should have been in this match he yeah. would have had a great time it would i think that's time. a great call yeah uh but the match goes on it starts at the mirror's wrestling like miro again yeah. he had a match against ethan page where it was like it was weird i did not like that yeah. but now he's wrestling like a monster again which was cool uh malachi uh, malachi and miro face off which is like a cool little moment yeah um because i think they'd have a really interesting uh fight uh then uh black brings out a table uh, we got Clay, uh, Clark Connors spears Mira through the table. Uh, Mira I, monster most of the match. So, I uh, this is an arbitrary number, but like that spear spot happens like nine minutes into the match, let's say, and yeah. up until that point, Clark Connors was just getting shit on. Like he wasn't yeah. doing anything. But as soon as he hit that spear, it turned on a little bit, and the crowd went from not knowing really who he was to chanting his name. He did a good job. He got the crowd on his side. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's just in a it, match I, I, with three fan favorites. Someone's got to take the pin. I get it. Well, that's um, also true. Someone does have and, to take the pin. Uh, but Mira's a monster most of the match, and they're all treating it like that, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, they work. Uh, uh, works. They all look like they got real tired. Uh, they look like they all took uh, out of breath. But they took. They worked together to take him out. Uh, we get Mister Miro, and then the game over. Uh, then the submission onto Clark um, Connors. Then Pac hits a 450 onto Malachi Black while he's in the submission, then to put the brutalizer on poor Connors. And that's the win, uh, which is pretty cool. Good for good for Pac. I thought it was a good finish. Congratulations to Pac. He deserves it. He's been around forever. Uh, yeah, He's an AEW original, if you will. <clears throat> he was at the launch party, the press conference. NXT whatever. original, AEW original. Yeah, he was Mighty Mouse on the main roster. He was a cruiserweight champion. You know? Never was Mighty Mouse. He wore the he wore the cape. He wore the cape. He wore the cape. What was his uh what was his name? It was Adrian Neville, but what was his like tagline? Above the sky? Was it? Uh, I 
anti-gravity. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. The man that gravity forgot. Was that or it? Or something like that, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was awesome. He did awesome. wear a cape. Awesome I to see. About the yeah, cape. he wore a cape. Uh, it was really awesome to see Pac win this match. And I loved that missed spot. It was so yeah, the missed. Yeah, missed spot was cool. And was I hope that, that leads to a little Miro Malachi feud. Yeah, I I do. I'm very curious to see them go. And uh, people are behind uh, Miro. And that gives fucking Malachi Black something to do. Yeah, right. Because right, right. he is Until done... the six-man titles start. Malachi Black came in and has done nothing. He just beat Cody. Whatever. Well, right, <laughs> Who didn't right. beat Cody coming into yeah, the company? Right. Um, Side but, note, uh, did you see that Cody's still in the... Did you see what Kenny Omega said? Yeah, it's Cody? awesome. It's uh, 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 Cody Rhodes will still be in the AW video game. That's breaking news by LW. Yeah, we broke. Um, and uh, which I think is good. I think that's positive. We're going to talk about it more. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. have more updates as we yeah. go. Uh, next up, um, we uh, Tony Schiavone comes out to the announce table and says that he's been massaging Jr's feet in the back. Is that what he said? Uh, yeah, he's just like he's, <laughs> he comes out and honestly, the announce team is great all night. Yeah, great all night. And Kevin Kelly, great out. job. Great job. I love Kevin Kelly so much. Yeah. But then Tony comes out and honestly, that form on booth. Not bad at all because yeah. Tony shuts up when he's not like he doesn't say ass nine yeah. things. The stuff he gives is like historic and like places he's been, yeah. and that's good to have, you know. And he's not running his fucking mouth, yeah. and he loves it. He yeah. loves everything so yeah. much. Yeah, I loved. Also, I I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that when FTR won. Did you hear Kevin Kelly when he was like, "Huh, FTR just won the New Japan Tag Titles, which means they're gonna come to Japan." And that means I get to call more FTR matches. That's great. Yeah. Like he was so yeah, excited no, was, about it. It was really cute. It was so It was fun. really cute. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, yeah. I, and I love Kevin Kelly. I miss him. I, I, I forgot why I liked him when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, and he's just so infectious. He's really great. Like it, he, we, the next huge New Japan show, we should watch it because he's the commentator. Yeah. No, I, I'd definitely be interested. Uh, next up, we get uh, uh, Shingo Takaji. Darby Allen, Sting versus the Young Bucks and El Fantasma. Yeah. So you're so you're saying Shingo should be in the uh, he should have been in the four way. He's the, I really agree. Awesome. He's so and throw awesome. Clark Connors in here with Darby and Sting. Sure, why not? That's yeah. insulting. That's why insulting. Not? Well, I mean, they're both from Washington. Darby Even and Sting him. Be like this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Darby's like this guy. <laughs> they both say. It. Uh, but uh, the start of the match, man. Okay, so. But we get uh, Darby coming out, and then we get uh, Shingo coming out. Then the Young Bucks and Phantasmo come out. <clears throat> but where's Sting? Sting's where's music Sting? played, but he never showed, he never up. showed up. And then they show towards the rafters, and they're going. But he's right behind him on the on the set. Jumps off and lands on him. Man, what a cool thing! Just yeah. seeing Sting do this stuff, and that he looked like he was flying into the living room. I bit my finger, just like yeah. scared. I was scared yeah. for him, but and he, he kind of took a bit of a, a bit of a tumble there. They didn't catch yeah. him really well he, did, he well he jumped pretty high <laughs> yeah yeah and i love tony when he went it's sting and then he went okay yeah. i did my job i can leave now <laughs> that's funny he's really funny Great but job. he's i just love him i i just love that thing. but yeah sting uh, and uh shingo uh does do these elbow and senton spots so they give yeah. a double elbow and then he does a senton never seen sting do a senton never before. seen him shows, do a senton it just shows like he did a good one yeah and then he did the and then they did the fist bump which is so good loves it and honestly like sting what a treasure of all the old guys that have come back to wrestling. the best ever the apps maybe the best guy ever like the I can't best think of post 50 run ever 
Mm, I'd say Ric Flair's up there too. His uh, WrestleMania send off. Well, yeah, I wonder stuff. how old he was. Like, probably 60. He was, he was in his 50s of the he entire was in his 50s. Yeah, uh, second WWE run. But I'd say in the 60s. Well, this is the yeah. best run of anyone in the 60s. <laughs> yeah, easily. no doubt. No doubt. I can't think of anyone else. Like Terry Funk, maybe? Not by the time he was 60. Not by the 60s. No, yeah. he was not. He was 50. When, during the ECW. During matches. ECW, WWF Chainsaw Charlie stuff. And that was really yeah, where was it on- ended for him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, it's incredible. And like we've talked about it on the show before, and it bears repeating again. One of the reasons why Sting is so fucking good is that he's like, what do you do? I'm going to do yeah. what you do. And Phantasmo's like, yeah, I'm going to do the nipple spot. You know, sell yeah. it. Then you do it back to me. And the crowd's going to go nuts for it. Sting gets it. I bet Sting was like, well, you do the nipple thing? Oh, okay, cool. I'll do it back to you. That's a good idea. Yeah. We'll awesome. Yeah, and, and just like with Orange Cassidy, that thing that we can't get out of our head, it's oh, in our heads rent free. Constantly. Just have it. And it's really it's the incredible. best. He's just such a trooper. Like, really, honestly, every locker room needs a Sting. Yeah. That's the only person I'm just like, if he becomes a free agent, pick him up. <laughs> yeah. Pick him up. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's a lot of silly moves here. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot silly of silly breaks. And I wouldn't mind it so much if it wasn't being done to Darby Allen. Why isn't this being done to Shingo? Uh, I'm sorry, Darby Allen has like a a mystique that he's like like almost invincible at yeah. times, you know, and he's selling the back rake right, forever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, a good sport, so he's really selling it, which he should do good, do. honestly. Yeah too good of a sport yeah, for this type yeah. of shit. Uh, he really should take a stand. Uh, but then Sting had a bunch of fun in this match. I wrote that down a few he times. He really did. Grabbing you know, nipples. They were saying, like, I, a good way to, to describe this is, like, in every match, one person really shined. Like, they they picked a person in every match. Like, uh, for example, like, Shota in the opening match. Yeah. He really got to shine, and he ultimately took the loss, and that's fine. But, like, in this match, it was Sting. Sting yeah. was the one who shined here. Probably should have been Darby. But honestly, like it was accidental. I think it's just because Sting is Sting. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't think anyone expects how good he's going to be when he does these things. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's trying to steal the show. I think he's trying to have fun comedy bits because like he's a, it, like he's in that stage where he's just yeah. like, I'm not going to be doing, I'll do a few crazy things, then comedy bits and they're going to eat it up and we do. Yeah. And he's hitting no selling do. the double super kick was awesome because he kind awesome. of he bent back a little bit and then rose back up oh, oh my god what a oh fucking trooper god. uh and the wind comes from shingo hits the last of the dragon on phantasmo i believe I think. yeah and gets the pin uh, gets the pen yeah. uh and good ma- a lot of fun this was just a fun this was match. The party match I, yeah party match honestly a little misplaced i almost think this should have gone before the main event oh interesting yeah. This or the uh, yeah, I think this should have gone before the main event because it's silly. There's fun spots, but it was a little bit of a like I don't need to pay attention. I could jump in whenever I want. Yeah. And it's gonna be fun, you know. So I think something to point out about this, and I could be making this up. I haven't heard anybody say this, but this card. Sound off in the chat if you do. Yeah, I was uh, telling I was telling John this. I because every time like AEW has so many crazy matches that I I always play the like what's the order of the card game in my head hmm. going into the show, and. Uh, this card was difficult because there's just so much chaos the whole show. But I realized the show is put together like a New Japan show. New Japan shows are multi-man matches in the beginning, which is kind of like your prelim matches on the pay-per-view, all your multi-man stuff. And then all of your main event singles matches are back-to-back-to-back at the end. And that's how they put the show together. Don't know if I love that. 
but that's how they did it. I, I just think one of the thing is because when they go to New Japan, you think they're going to do a if they do this again, which I, there's plans to uh, Forbidden Door in Japan. Do you think that they're going to do an AW style match? A style, a style night? No, they're going to make. Yeah, they're, they're going to bring the AW again. guys over and they're going to do it their way. Same way. With their way. Why shouldn't we like like AW do yeah. it? This well, way, you let know? me ask you this Fair sidebar. Way. Uh, we should have brought this up early. I personally feel like they could have done a little bit more to, and I've been saying this a lot recently, so I apologize. I feel like they could have done a little more to make the the ring and the entrance and everything feel a little more unique. Yeah. I think you know those like pads that they put on the the turnbuckles in Japan. Yeah, put them they up. Should have done that. They should have done a few little things to really show kind of a, a crossover. But this just looked like a dynamite. But, but that I kind of that's what I actually kind of like though. That's kind of what I'm saying is like I want it to feel kind of like welcome to our home. You'll welcome us to your yeah, home. Sure. You know, that's like fair. like again like when they go to Japan, like how, like they're not gonna have like fucking Tony Schiavone come out there and say a bunch of shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's nonsense and get interrupted. Yeah. Uh, did you, you know, like, like the uh, the dual ring announcers? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I could tell Justin Roberts felt a little outclassed at times. He <laughs> yeah, was not a fan of really it. That guy's really good. That guy's yeah, really he's good. really good. And Justin Roberts was feeling a little bit intimidated, I think, yeah. because he just says a bunch of stuff really loudly. <laughs> and then this guy just fucking takes it with two lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Advice yeah. put three up just in case. Um, we got to keep going, though, Roy. Yeah, we got to keep rolling. Because we got uh, Tony is in the back with Shota. Yeah, and uh, and Jericho and Two Point Up come up, and they're just like, you know, we have a lot of respect for you. Yeah, we got so much respect for you. Respect for you, a bunch. Uh, and, and then he the gets comb. a, yeah, he's got the comb. He's combing his hair back, and then uh, Jericho throws a fireball in his face. And honestly, Jericho's look after he did the fireball was hysterical. <laughs> like he's just so serious. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, yep, Jericho's perfect for this role. Just perfect for it. Uh, yeah. His role, I, I don't. No, 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 no. I think he's great. I was gonna, just gonna say maybe, maybe a little too much, a little too much promotion for blood and guts. A little too much. Oh, way too all much. These Absolutely, because uh, nobody promoted blood and guts. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was barely any promotion. Um, but no, I agree. I agree. That's not good. Uh, that next we get Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm, which I was hoping was gonna be the sleeper. Of the night. Yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be a sleeper match of the night, and uh, Tony Storm dominates early. Yep. Uh, beating crap out of each other, like really hard. Yeah, like it was a really, hard fought match. Really and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but then, um, the final reckoning, I guess it's called to Tony out of nowhere. Like it felt like a rushed ending. The Dustin move. Yeah. Which I yeah. don't like, I don't like it. Stop using Dustin's moves. I just don't like it. I, I don't mind the move. Yeah. I don't mind the move, but I don't, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I get it. Like, they've talked about it. They did that Serena Deep segment where it's like, oh, Dustin's my trainer or my mentor or whatever. But, like, I just – I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of Tony Storm, who's really your best possible challenger right now, being beaten by a new finishing move that's someone else's. Like, I just don't think that makes her look strong. I yeah, I just don't like the fact that she lost. I, th- I think that's a real stupid move that she lost. I think there's yeah, something behind Tony Storm right now. Yeah. And you should get behind it. And I know that you you made your promise to Thunder Rosa and you have to keep it because once you make a promise, Tony Khan never lets go. Never he, lets go. If he picky promises, you better believe it's as yeah. good as gold. Yeah. Do not betray him. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I just wish uh, Thunder uh, Rosa lost it. I, I think Tony would have been an interesting... An interesting win. Yeah, here, but... I just think it's the right call. I think it's, you know, what because I, 
I think Thunder Rosa can take the L here, go back to the drawing board and do something else. But like, what do you, you just got Tony Storm and now she's already lost the title and now there's nowhere to go from here. So what's she going to do? Yeah. Keep shooting with Britt Baker? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. So I don't know. No, I get it. I don't love this decision. Um, no, I don't either. Unless they do uh, it again. Unless this is the first match of many. It, it should be because they they had a great match. They I really enjoyed it. And they brought out the best in Thunder Rosa. I haven't seen a great Thunder Rosa match in a while, and this yeah. is great. She seems healthy um, finally. Like she hadn't been yeah. healthy in a while. She looks she sluggish. Yeah. yeah, she looks healthy now. Um, next up, we have a Will Ospreay video package, which I could have used two months ago, um, which would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, then Jr. comes out uh, yeah. to call Orange Cassidy and Ospreay match. And what do I will say for this match? Yeah, I thought he did a great job. I thought he did a good job too. JR calling one match. He's on fire. He's focused. He's he's talking about the, the strengths, you know, like he's not deviating too much. Um, so we get um uh what's it called? Uh, Will Ospreay immediately goes after Orange Cast. Uh and what I love about this, and I think it's this one of the smartest Orange Cassidy matches in a while. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's done the same bits over and over again. You know, he's about to put his hand in his pocket. You grab him and stop him. Or about to put his hands in his pocket, and then you get frustrated, just get upset. What he did is he tried to attack him the entire time. Yeah. Like he keeps going after him. And because, like, just like what we were talking about the other day, about Drunken Master, because of his aloofness, he keeps catching him off guard with how, like, uh, every now and then he'll give real hard strikes, followed by real joke ones. Yeah. You know, like, and then he'll, like, it mix it up. And that's the way Orange Cassidy should be. I think this is a perfect middle ground. Well, this hasn't been happening for a while. And like you're right. You're right about this. Like this is this is the best Orange Cassidy match in a very long time. Maybe the and best one. I think it's better than him versus Pac. Yeah. The, the first time he and Jericho fought, it was also very good. The first time. The other two, not good. But the first one that he lost was good. But you're right. You might be right. You might be right. I mean, this I match. So. This match was really great, especially the last like five minutes or so were really, really fantastic. But I think one of the things that makes it so great is exactly what you're talking about. Like we weren't seeing like Orange Cassidy doing Drunken Master, right? Like he was being silly, and then he was suddenly being really intense. Like the perfect example is when Cassidy does, or no, uh, Osprey does the Kawada kicks. And then Cassidy does the like gimmick Kawada kicks, the silly uh-huh. ones, and then does real ones afterwards. Like yeah, the percent intensity behind Orange Cassidy, and that's what makes me buy in and love Orange Cassidy's. I need to see that. Like yeah, I love the goofiness. I love the silliness. We talked about it a thousand times. Sting Orange Cassidy, best moment in the history of AEW. But I love that because of how serious and intense he can get in a match, and we saw it. Yeah. Here. Hundred percent. No, I agree entirely. It's really, really great job. But I will say, a lot of the credit goes to Willow Spray. Hundred percent. He did amazing. His, yeah. his facial expressions of frustration and just like utter like, like with the quadra kicks, he was kicking him in the head like real lightly, and you just see his face like what? Like like yeah. slowly get up. It was yeah. really good. He was angry. Um, he wasn't confused. He was pissed. He was insulted, yeah. and that's what you need to be. Uh, I, tra- I traded a lot of false finishes here. Jr. did a great job, as I mentioned before. Orange Cassidy keeps breaking out of everything, then gets hit with a Stormbreaker for the win. Yeah. Um, or uh, Will Ospreay wins. Great match. Just a yeah, great really match. really great match. My favorite match on the show up to this point was this uh, match. One of I could have done without this uh, beatdown afterwards. So we get uh, uh, a beatdown on Orange Cassidy, right. then Trent and Rocky Romero run out, and then the United Empire uh, clearhouse. 
And then Kutsuari Shibata comes Shibata. out. He's, big, he's the big name. Yeah. Um, and Back, uh, qu- quick backstory there on Shibata. So that was the part where I was like, holy shit. Because everybody went crazy for his music. I didn't know his music, but people went nuts for him. So he was him, Tanahashi, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura were like the second coming of New Japan. They saved New Japan when they were in the doldrums. Like them as rookies. Like it was, they were the next version of the Three Musketeers after Mudo, um, Hashimoto, and the other guy whose name I can never remember, which drives me crazy. Uh, and he's the most famous of the three, really. Well, Muda's the most famous of the three. But uh, Shibata was wrestling Okada in 2017. And they had like a 48, 50-minute match. And at one point, like minute 30 or 40 into the match, Shibata headbutts Okada. And just crumples. And somehow finishes the match. No, uh, Shibata crumples. They rush into the hospital. He almost dies because he has like a brain hemorrhage and brain swelling and all this from years and years of headbutting people. And they say he's never going to wrestle again. And he's a fan favorite. He's a legend. And it's devastating to so many people. And uh, when, you know, he eventually starts to recover and he's like, okay, things are, things are fine. He moves to L.A. They open the L.A. Dojo and he becomes the trainer of the L.A. Dojo. So he trained Clark Connors and he's training all these different guys. He's the one in the L.A. Dojo? He's the L.A. Dojo guy, yeah. At Anoki's uh, uh, school? Yeah. Down here? Yeah, he's the head trainer. I've been there. Well, there he is. Dan your, Madigan's there. That's your trainer. No, that's that's uh, that's uh, Sonny Odo and Kane's uh, oh, writer. Oh, Interesting. Boy. And uh, so he wrestled. He came back and was able to take spots again. And he agreed to have like a Greco-Roman grappling competition with one of his students at last year's uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And they went out to the ring, and Shibata gave the the student the assign, and they just had like a bust ass match. Like broke all of the rules that they it wasn't going to be Greco Roman grappling. It wasn't going to be any. They just kicked the shit out of each other, and uh, he's never going to be allowed to wrestle again now because he broke the rules <laughs> in New Japan. In, in New Japan, yeah, it was like a shoot. Like he didn't tell anybody that they weren't going to follow these original rules, and they funny. just had like so a wrestling. This match. was an AEW deal only. No, I think it was an AW. The, New Japan still likes him. He's still like in the circle, but they're never going to let him wrestle again because they don't trust him. But the, but in AW, he might. M- maybe, maybe. Why he did lo- he come out? Well, I think he came out just to you know, make the audience happy. Man, his his kicks look awesome. Yeah, he he's came awesome. out. He fucking cleared house. It was really cool. Then Orange Cassidy takes off his sunglasses and puts it on him, which yeah. is really fun. Uh, but then he wanted to fight. Orange Cassidy. Well, he's just not, uh, you know, he doesn't like games. He's that fun guy. He did. He was seemed pretty fun when he kept those glasses <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, it's true. Um, Him and uh, Ishii it, have had some amazing just kill each other matches. I actually really can't wait to look at this guy up because I loved his kicks. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, we're getting the Zack Sabre Jr. fight. Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. They have a, another package that I would love to see. But uh, Zack Sabre Jr. comes out. And we're waiting, 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 and it's Claudio. Amazing. And I swear to God, if it was Johnny Gargano, I'd throw my television screen <laughs> into the toilet and flush. Um, that would have been the stupidest thing. Anyone saying like, oh, maybe it's Johnny Gargano and being like, thinking that's good? Like, fucking. You want to talk about someone who's 5'9"? Johnny Gargano is 5'9". He's every bit of 5'9", it's true. Uh, probably not. That's probably his, that's his build Yeah, weight. he's probably 5'7". Like Adam yeah. Cole is... is... Six foot. 
No, Adam Cole just uh, just barely. He's five ten, maybe. Adam maybe Cole and on a I good day. Are both six foot? No, no, you're taller than. Thank you so much. Of course, you're taller than him. He's very small. No, no, there's nothing wrong with being five nine. Um, moving on, moving on. We have to get out of here, Roy. What? My brother's five nine. My brother's probably. Oh, I thought five, you said seven. my. Who? My brother. Your brother? Yeah. Yeah, your brother his build weight is five nine. <laughs> We got to move on. Zack yeah, Sabre Jr. versus Claudio and uh, immediate uppercuts. Pile that. What is that move? The neutralizer? The neutral. He goes right for the neutralizer. Yeah. And it's so fun. I, I, He's never been able to do it in WWE, but the Ricola bomb. And sure. um, that's what he thought he was going for. That's what Excalibur thought he was going for here, but it was the neutralizer. Uh, so he does the neutralizer, gets the pen, uh, goes for the pen. And honestly, like this is, there's two sides of me. I kind of wish that ended it. Sure. I kind of wish this match was just like real quick because how are you supposed to prepare for someone like Cesaro? You know, he comes in out of nowhere, sets up a nice rematch in the future. Yeah. Uh, and, and Zack Sabre, it's not like anyone's going to be like, oh, Zack Sabre Jr. sucks. No, he was just surprised that he had to face this guy. Yeah. Um, but they didn't do that. And they went into it. The crowd is into this. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. keeps catching Claudio. And man, Zack Sabre Jr. is good. He's great. Holy and he's also put on some size too. So yeah, he he's looks much like more of a threat than he used to. But he doesn't even need it, honestly. If, if Adam Cole wrestled like that, if Adam Cole was as smart as... They would wrestle like that. Not everyone could wrestle like that. But as smart as that, I am not going to win with brute strength. What I'm going to do is outsmart and out-wrestle you. That's where he has to come in. He can't go toe-to-toe with people and brawl. His hands are... He's just got... I'm just saying his finishing move isn't the F5. You know, his finishing move is a running knee. He wrestles, you know, his finishing move are is the finishing move of a smaller he's wrestler. Picking, he's picking people up for these suplexes and lands on his knee and he's doing these all these like he does a lot of power moves to people. And like and that's fine if you're facing someone your size, but when you face someone that's bigger, it looks like they helped you. They did. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't think that. God damn it, Roy. Um, but yeah, we get um beautiful submission work. Um uh, I wrote, the uh, arm really, really I wrote well. Adam Cole take notes, uh, oh catching him everywhere. But I did notice this, and I love Claude. You know I love Claude. Yeah. A little winded. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, like, it's like these opening matches, first time coming out matches, should be shorter. You should make them shorter because you're ma- like honestly by the end, like he looked, he looked wiped. He looked pretty gassed in there, and he wasn't at his top speed. He is a top speed that doesn't stop, and like he's just—he's forty. He's forty plus now. Let him let him have a shorter match. Well, I, you know, it's so hard to like. He just feels ageless to me, just because he's just incredible. He but, looks ageless. Yeah, he looks ageless. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. I felt like you know, like I don't know. I haven't watched in a long time. I haven't watched like independent wrestling, Claudio Castagnoli, like Ring of Honor pro wrestling gorilla Claudio. But I know that he has another gear that he very, very, very rarely went to in WWE. Like maybe he did it a couple of times with Cena. Like he kind of went to the next level with Cena, and like, but there's just another level that he can go to, and he didn't get there in this match. He didn't get there. Now, I, I honestly think there should have just been a shorter match so they could really show off his big things because I think the crowd kind of died a little bit in this match. Um, they definitely went down. We get some sharp, a real cool uh, arm bar that falls out of the ring, but he picks him up and walks up the stairs, throws him in the ring. Yeah. Real cool. Yeah. Some strongman stuff. We get the sharpshooter into the ankle a pick, into the sharpshooter again. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is nuts. And then we get the Rico bomb for the uh, for the win. 
Uh, yeah, Claudia Wentz. Thank God that he won. Thank yeah, God. that's all I, I can say. I you love, know, I also loved like Claudio is so good at selling that people apparently legitimately thought that his arm was hurt because he could only do a few rotations on the swing yeah. without his arm hurting, which I thought was great. I, I think the reason that it was like that is because he was winded. Could be. I think he was honestly winded. I don't think he could have been was smart to play it off as the arm, but like you're going to give them like, even, you know, sell a little bit to do your big shit. You yeah. know, they want 10 swings minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Do, which is well, really they got it. They got it later. They got five. Well, they get later on. Um, but yeah, good match. Uh, a good match, but not like it definitely a little disappointing. Towards yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that next up. And by the way, JR is still here. JR is still around. He's around the rest of the show. He's around the rest of the show. I really wish that he went back. Because all like, his favorite wrestlers are wrestling. On, honestly, like Zack Sabre Jr. was Claudio. He was still a little with it. So I wasn't bad, mad. But then this next match. So we get Adam Cole coming out. We get Adam Page hanging coming out. Okada comes out and Jay White. Uh, and I wrote they should have taken JR commentary uh, because JR says this. Hear this. He's just like, so anyone, so like it's a terrible situation for Jay White. And so anyone could pin anyone and he could lose the title. Like it makes you think, does the does this championship mean anything? Oh my God! Right, he says things like that. That's right. Ugh. And and you hear him say that, and then try, like immediately backtrack because someone's in his ear, just like he's just like this is a very prestigious title. This is a very important match. Very important. Yeah. And uh, they uh, so th that's that. The crowd lost their minds for this, honestly. Yeah. Um, how, how did you feel about this match overall? Felt like a lot of nothing. Uh, like uh, like it's good, but very busy. Uh, and like, it feels like no one had a chance to shine. Uh, it felt like, honestly, it felt like a, this would have been a fine opener. It felt like an opener. I that's all like, get your, get the cab pumped. No real drama in there. You know, yeah. I just think, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was a lot of fun. I think it was a lot of fun until the end, which was very sad, but just cause Adam Cole had a concussion. Um, but when you've got guys like hangman and Okada, in Jay White and Adam Cole. And Okada, by the way, like something that really stuck out to me is they don't do this in Japan. There's no four-way dances in Japan. It doesn't exist in New Japan. So this is probably Okada's first ever four-way dance. That's a very interesting. That's very interesting. And he like I think he was having fun and he was doing good shit and he looked great. His drop kicks are the best in wrestling. He has the best drop kicks in wrestling. Yeah. His height, just everything about it is fantastic. He's a giant. He is. He's, he's, a, he's every bit of six foot three. Him and Cesaro are right at it. He, but he has a similar body to me that like Trent and Christian do, where I'm like, you're tall, but you're like kind of lanky and like kind of weird. But like Okada kind of looks like a, better than those two. Uh, honestly, Okada reminds me a lot of Walter or, mm, or interesting. just yeah. like body shape. Yeah. Uh, like tall, but like long arms, kind of gangly, but they yeah. look strong. Especially now that like Walter's like slimmed down the Slim, way he has. Yeah. I just tall. think like, you would have been in a better place having Okada versus Hangman, and then the winner fights Jay White, something yeah. like that. Um, and, and, and like, so it went on too long as well. I think it did go on too long, and then Jay White wins out of nowhere. Like it felt like. Well, that wasn't supposed to be the finish. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't because so Adam Cole got injured. Yeah. He, do you know where he got the concussion? I'm not sure where he got the concussion, but I think what happened was. I think Okada was supposed to hit the Rainmaker on Adam Cole, but something happened and Cole kind of just crumpled. And then 
Jay White hits his finisher, which is uh, I think it's called the Switchblade something or other, and it's uh, Sister Abigail. Uh, he hits yeah. that and pushes Okada out of the ring and then pins Adam Cole, which I think was the original finish, but I think Cole was supposed to get the Rainmaker and then he mm. would pin Cole after getting the Rainmaker, setting up a future match between the two because they're supposed to be friends and he could have pinned Okada, but instead he pinned Cole. So that's the story that they're trying to tell, but it was off because Cole sure. had the concussion and they didn't want to touch him. No, I get it. I get it. And uh, so, yeah, that was, that was, it was a weird, but what makes it worse JR says at the end, really anticlimactic. Like, why do you say that? Dude, like, whose side are you yeah, on? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Is I he know. on WWE payroll? He Is he trying be. to get a job back? Is he trying to be head of talent relations? The guy's struggling, I guess. And yeah. It's just, like, too late. Uh, yeah. Honestly, like, put uh, JR is great when he's, like, out for one special one match. match. When he's pumped up, he still has that iconic yeah. energy, you know, one like match, he's singles yeah. match also singles. singles match, singles match. And, uh, and uh, there we go. Uh, yes, I agree. Uh, but I do think that this should have opened the night. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's I think fair. they should open. That. I you think okay it should have just been, yeah. I'm just thinking about JR getting frustrated. Uh, I just think it should have been Okada versus hangman. I think they blew it. Do you, can I tell you crackpot? theory that i had i told john this they were never gonna do it because it's too wwe but do you remember when cena or the rock i was either the rock or cena one came out to the other and was like next year at wrestlemania me versus you and they had like a year-long like build yeah to their match kenny omega should have come out and been like hey okada next year forbidden door me versus you and then have a year-long build someone made a comparison to kenny omega and rvd uh, for ECW One Night Stand yeah. and how you're injured at like the thing that you care about most, your baby, uh, and, like of these two companies coming together. And I'm surprised he didn't make an appearance. You know, can I tell you something? And this is spec. I don't know. I don't think he gives a shit. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'll tell you why. And we don't know. We don't know what the details are. But he had said in an interview. You think he's over it? I think he's over New Japan. I think DDT is the company that really gave him a chance. Yeah, he found his way in DDT, and he loves DDT. Sure, sure. And he's worked okay. really. Takeshita is from DDT. And they own DDT Net Library now, right? They, I think they might have the rights to it. I don't think they own it, but I think they have the rights to it. But the rights to okay. I think he's just like New Japan, whatever. Sure, like sure. I had great matches there, and it's fine. But I think he's really soured. I think he's a very loyal person, and I think he was very soured based on how they treated him and the Bucks when they left New Japan to start AEW. I think they made things really, really, really difficult for him. And I think he thought, like, I went above and beyond as a foreign talent in your country. I learned your language. No foreign talents ever really learned your language. And this is how you're going to treat me? Fuck you. But yeah. I think over time, like, fences have been mended, and he's, like, happy to do it. But I don't think – So like, it's you know, not, like, the same. So I, I hear what you're saying. And actually, that makes a lot more sense that you mentioned that because I was just like, why didn't he come out? Yeah. Uh, but it's that he's, like – it's not his baby the way – And I also, Abushi, like, Kota Abushi's one of his best friends, and they're treating him kind of weirdly right now too. So, like, I think he's just, like, whatever. Okay. Well, but I do still say that this should have gone on first. Sure. Uh, I, sure. I do believe that. Uh, now we have the main event. We're at the main event of the evening. John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, and 
crowd seemed a little drained for this one. I think this um, felt big. You don't think this felt like a big deal? The crowd started a little drained. Yeah. They definitely started a little drained. But yeah, no, it had a big match feel and a methodical start, which honestly, that's why I think they should have switched around, had more of a, a like a, uh, what was that comedy match? They like, had the Young Bucks and Sting, that thing right before the main event, because then you could have this methodical match and it wouldn't feel like less, yeah. less than. Yeah. You just had this fallout. Everyone's jumping all over, the place, you know, like before it would have been much better. You know, sure. I, I understand. Think would, I understand what you're saying. If this was right before, uh, I'd like um, to point out a quick thing. Uh, both uh, Justin Roberts and the Japanese ring announcer do a great job saying John Moxley's name. And then Kevin Kelly with the line of the night. Well, really, Taz has the line of the night here where he says, All right, Taz, now you say John Moxley's name. And he just goes, John Moxley. John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, how do you say John Moxley's name? Yeah. Uh, John Moxley. Yeah. It was very funny. And Kevin, Ke- Kevin Kelly's great. Kevin Honestly, Kelly and Taz should be the New Japan Oh, my God. If that were the tr- possible. Oh, my God. That's good. But, yeah, he's he's such a breath of fresh air, really. Yeah. But uh, him, Excalibur, and Taz is perfect. Um, but, yeah, here, the match, um, very methodical to start. Um, uh, and each working o- over the legs. They're doing a lot of leg work here. Kevin Kelly says uh, uh, Tanahashi's has chronically bad knees. He does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he sure <laughs> oh, does. I didn't notice which ones. <laughs> um, uh, Somersault Senton looks good. Like his Sentons look pretty good, yeah. and he's still he's still doing some stuff. He knows it's just how to hard do to it. Watch him run. Yeah, it's hard to watch yeah, him run. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, things really start to pick up when they go to the outside. Get some cross bodies back and forth. Moxley's bleeding bad. Like, yeah, in and a they, cool way though. They say that he was busted open hard way, but I don't know how that would have happened. I think like... I saw him throw the blade under the ring. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Like JR's just like, what's he got under the ring? And then he just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just saw him it, come up gushing. Yeah. No, he threw it under the ring. I'm, I don't think that's right. Um, but then uh, gets a nice fl- frog splash. Uh, but then uh, Moxley reverses it into the bulldog. Uh, and it starts really going at it and yeah. it, really cool moment. The crowd's super into Tanahashi. The right crowd's now. super into Tanahashi. The crowd really yeah. wanted Tana because, to win this match. Because this these people bought tickets, they they are both they're all fans of both yeah. shows. Yeah. You know, they're all fans. So like us, where we like we know you know Tanahashi. I've heard the name, sure. you know, and I see him. That's the first time I see him is on dynamite and i see wobble knees yeah uh, but that, like but now like you got the video package which was cool beforehand which i got to appreciate oh this legend yeah. and then uh, uh this match was just a good representation uh then he put the sleeper on mox uh and uh fans are really into it, as i mentioned but then kept reversing and then the paradigm shift for the win john moxley is your new interim aw heavyweight championship good I thought this was, this but was good. yeah, really good. The classic AEW main event, predictable but good. And uh, you know, Moxley's Moxley is the ace of AEW. He is. He is. Like yeah. Okada is the biggest star in New Japan and CM Punk's the biggest star in AEW. But Tanahashi and Moxley are the aces of their respective companies, and it's appropriate that they met in the main event here. It was great. Uh afterwards, uh Tanahashi and Mox shake hands, which was really sweet. Uh then Jericho and Daniel Garcia head out. Uh, and don't need it. Uh, don't need it. Uh, honestly, it. it's also like I just feel so bad every time I see Daniel Garcia. I'm just like, fucking Sammy stole everything. Well, I feel bad for Tanahashi. He would have been every it. time. You know, he's trying to have a moment here. 
but 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 even so i'm talking about Danny garcia not yeah. even being on the card oh, right yeah. yeah he would have been on that the would card. have been him that would have been him in that spot yeah like you know what i mean when i said like poor Danny garcia yeah. all of his opportunities are going by the way so they're going back to sammy and i'm yeah. really upset by that yeah. um then eddie runs out with santana and wheeler uh then the rest of jericho appreciation society comes out and then claudio comes out to save the day does uh 20 swings which was fun uh, and Eddie, just in the background, you see Eddie kicks to pissed at looking at Claudio, which is really yeah, cool. He hates Claudio. He's keeping well the feud. Yeah, exactly. Feud. Which is which friends. is great. There, actually, there there is a. I watched a not even it's not even a shoot it's not a shoot interview, but it was like a sit down conversation, and I think it was with Eddie, Bryce Remsburg, and Ethan Page. And they just happen to start talking about Claudio, and all of them just gush about how wonderful and amazing he is. And I think it's so sweet. I, I love how universally loved Claudio There's is. no one, like he's McFoley of this generation. Yes, you know, yes. Yeah, like the, no one has a bad word to say about him. He's got a lot of, just a guy that loves coffee, you know? Like yeah. that's his, loves coffee his and puns. Dad jokes, pun, oh. he loves all, that's how he learned English. And kettlebells. through bad jokes, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, Chris Hero tells a story about how they were like rolling around in the ring once and he rolled his ankle. And Hero was like, ah, my ankle. And Claudio smiles and goes, your Kurt ankle? <laughs> Which is so stupid, but great. Man, I want to hang out with that dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but boy, that's that. And uh, so Forbidden Door, good show, terrible build. Yeah, they could do better. They'll do better next year. And, and, and the reasoning being, because I was just actually looking up the buy rates and everything, um, they it, he just knew from the pre-ticket sales uh, and like just the, the demand that's out there for this type of show, he was going to get, you know, a hundred thousand buys yeah. and uh, already know that I think it's a five, five million, no, it's a uh, over a million dollar gate and $5 million, million on pay-per-view in, in, on pay-per-view. Yeah. Which is yeah, great. So, that's a huge success. That is a huge success. Huge success uh, for a really terrible job building it up. Well, so you know, like imagine if it was, but I understand his, his, his place, you know, like all these injuries all happening all at once. And he's trying to put out those fires while still promoting two shows that are under a week apart. Yeah. Uh, so I get the frustration. It's just that uh, hopefully this this curse lose leaves and we get our Brian Danielson backs and our CM Punk's back yeah. and all these people. Yeah. And next year we get a CM Punk Tanahashi, a Danielson, um, a Danielson Zack Saber, and a Okada Omega, something like that. You know. Um, you don't like that, but that's okay. You've seen Okada Omega. Not, yeah, but okay, fine. I, I don't know. Okada Ibushi. What, what about his friend, Ibushi? Yeah, like let's have Okada Ibushi versus that's a, Omega. have they done that a lot? I think they've, I don't know if they've ever had a singles match in New Japan. That's, they had singles he's matches the one, against he, each other in the, He wrestled the blow up doll. Yeah, they're the golden lovers where they they might actually be lovers. Yeah, yeah. Nobody actually knows. They should continue that. They they used to kiss before every match when they were a tag team. They'd kiss before every match. Which I, I remember so that. Sweet. That's great. It was very sweet. Um, um, yeah, I just uh, I think this is just continues to prove that there's a lot more diehard wrestling fans out there than people think, and that is what AEW has been built on. There were seventeen thousand wrestling fans who knew every wrestler on that card. They knew music. That I didn't know, and that a lot of people didn't know, and all these people are like, bro, why should I give a shit? I don't know these fucking people. Well, a lot of people do. Over a hundred thousand uh, people do. And one of what it really like it. You get the fun of it when everyone knows, you know. So like, uh, honestly, I can't wait for the next show where we yeah. get to see them in there. Like, because hopefully they do it in Japan. I hope so I'd so. imagine 
Like that'd be cool, just to trade back and forth like that. They've been doing Wrestle um, Kingdom, like so. Wrestle Kingdom was one night, then it was two nights, then it was three nights. I hope next year the third night of Wrestle Kingdom is an AEW New Japan crossover. One one would be nuts. Uh, the next Forbidden Door in Japan, and you have uh, uh, CM Punk versus Tanahashi, right? Yeah. And, and uh, they're they're going at it, and then all of a sudden, Conan comes out. Hits him with a chair, and then uh, Triple A just invaded, and now <laughs> Forbidden Door is the real Forbidden Door. Here it goes. <laughs> Who's the main guy from uh, from A Triple A right now? Uh, El Vikingo, I think. Was oh, that the Viking guy? Yeah, the Viking guy. Yeah. I All think. right. Well, I've had enough of that. I think it's uh, <laughs> really. I think it's Penta and Phoenix. If I'm being honest with you. No, just put Penta and Phoenix in there. Yeah. Just let that, let them have some fun. Yeah. Um, but man, what fun did we have? Yeah. What fun did we have? We had we talked about uh, people's court. Yeah, Hammer's court. And we and when we had we talked about forbidden door. Do you have a door sound? Those bongos. Are- I'll just do that. I'll do that. Um, That's good. But uh, thank you all so much for joining us. Follow us everywhere. Follow us everywhere on the YouTube, and yeah. uh, you can check out the weekly wrestle. I put it on a podcast. Love it. Check it out. I'm it's gonna put it, all these things. All these things are going on podcasts. Everything's now Love going it. on. The podcast. Love it. Just let's we, do it. Because uh, I, fe- going... I felt the horse, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we're gonna be we're doing uh, the Dynamite post show this week, and then I think we're gonna be off for a week and a half. Yeah. Well, we could still try to do next Wednesday. I gotta figure out when my flight is. When's your flight? We're gonna, we'll, we'll see. Uh, oh, oh uh, next Wednesday. I was talking about Saturday, the weekly wrestle. Oh, cannot do travel Saturday. day. Travel cannot day. do Saturday. Saturday there will be no weekly wrestle this week. But I don't know. <laughs> I could do next week if we if the time allows and we're. I think we gotta we'll just Facebook figure out how to do it. We don't. We're we're gonna be driving that. We're gonna be watching Dynamite. We're gonna get Let's to do it our live Airbnb. from a bar. No. Let's be at a bar watching AW, and then we just got, go to a quarter, and then we have a tripod, and we're just like, yeah, we're live in Bill Stafford here. Uh, well, but, I got to uh, figure out. I'm going to bring – well, we'll talk about it after this. We got to wrap up here. We got to wrap up. Thank you all so much. We really appreciate everything. Uh, hope you all have a great night. Follow us everywhere. Bye, everyone. Why? <laughs> Let me How long is this song? I'm gonna keep it going until you stop. Well, you don't want to transition to the actual ending? Alright, I guess that's fair. <laughs> no one's listening anymore at this point. Hey, have a good one, y'all. It's pretty seamless. Yeah, it's really good.